right, I got it. You ready? Yo, crewies, welcome back to another HMC Studios Presents. I'm Josh. I'm Erica. And on this episode, we are talking about the brand new, just released, sort of, Saw 10. How many Saw movies are there? Well, Erica, that's a great question. And honestly, a great segue, because... <laughs> All the crewies just got like, I don't know, 15 minutes of behind the scenes. We went into a deep dive of seasonal depression. Somewhat. Mm, I mean, we hit on it. We hit the notes. We hit, you know what? If you yeah. learned about having to change your car tires, you learned about um, even more into my psyche about how I'm just not going to tell you a, a yes answer ever right out of yeah. the gate. I need to know more information about what you're asking me. Not you specifically, but anyone. Yeah. Yeah, so go yeah, join. Never ask, what are you doing tomorrow? Mm-mm, never, Mm-mm. never. Or ask this me weekend. That. That's another one. That's even worse because that's an that's automatic worse. no. Yes. That's because a, that no. one, that's a big troublemaker. Like, oh, now it's two days worth of stuff. I agree. 100%. <laughs> that's like, no, 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 no. That's like a, yeah. a lot. I have a lot going on. That's when I'll make things up, honestly. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Wow. Friday night, we got this. Saturday morning, we got soccer. Then we have to do this thing with the family. And then Saturday night, we have my parents are coming over. They may or may not be. Sunday, I'm recording with the HMC podcast. Like, I've got a lot going on, man. What's what's going on? And they'll be like, oh, okay, never mind. And I do me, that too. Sometimes I'll just like embellish the weekend you have to dude. be like whatever but then the yep. thing is though eric you. you have to remember what you told somebody because like then if you like make up this long-winded story and then like you have to remember you told them that because they might be like monday like hey man how was your weekend you pick like, oh, on just hung out around the house didn't really do much it was great you know you don't want to do that's that true. so you gotta you gotta remember that's true honesty is the best policy is it well though? to be fair you are always busy so mo- pretty much i think 99 percent of the time it's accurate for you it's true and we were supposed to go camping this weekend we're not because of the weather believe it or not uh it's gonna rain and then lucy oh. has her tournament saturday so we'll see what happens i don't know what's gonna oh my friends are coming over to stay the night our friends um are coming they'll be here this weekend because they were supposed to go camping with us so we just decided to do the trip indoor at my house which you know i love that to works. stay home so it's going to work out perfectly for everyone i say that's fine home yes. body life is the best way dude it's the best and so anyway pay, go join patreon become a patron crew be a vip or an official crew and you will get all the behind the scenes access to every single episode on top of getting every episode early and getting merch, and getting exclusive content that's only released on Patreon. So go do that right now. We will wait. When you get back, you can pause it, and we'll be right here. Yes. Okay. Anyway, also... I'm like Vanna White. You were doing like, a lot with the hands. I don't know. <laughs> you were doing a good job, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. This episode will release on Wednesday. But we were recording it first because, Erica, you are so excited to talk about Saw 10. I am. Mm-hmm. I am. So, spoiler alert. Yes. I already said it to you. Well, I told you the minute I left the theater, I text you right away. Naturally. Why wouldn't you? Why, I messaged. why wouldn't you? Duh. And I, this might be in my top for the year. I might be talking too soon, Woo. but I, yeah, 
I really liked this movie. It was so good from beginning to end. And I went in, honestly, like with everything recently, just kind of this one middle ground. Like, eh, I at least it'll be, you know, entertaining with maybe some cool kills. Let's see what traps we come up with. I had never I hadn't watched any trailer for this movie, by the way, at all. Okay, well, that was your thing I this year. Nothing. You were you were protesting trailers heavily this year, which I am against. I, I don't was. I don't agree with your philosophy. I don't agree with your strategy, but that's okay. <laughs> I know, and but but I'm surprised that at any other horror movie I went to to the theater, they never played this one. So I just completely avoided it somehow, hmm. and I'm fine with it. And all right, so I went in with that. I'm like, all right, well, I'll be entertained. It was fun also to go back and watch a Saw movie in the theater. I think the last one I saw might have been part two, maybe really? in the theater. Yeah. Everything else, like, I think I've only watched maybe part three and four, maybe. And I just watched it at home. And then that's it. I never watched anything else after that. Really? <laughs> yeah. That is wild. I was so excited every year. The last one I saw in theaters was Saw 3D, um, which would have been mm-hmm. 7. Because, again, the orders are all jacked okay. up. I think Saw 3D 7, Jigsaw is 8, Spiral is 9, and then this is Saw 10. So the last one I would have seen okay. in theaters was... I did not see Jigsaw in theaters. However, after I watched it, I wished I would have went and seen it in theaters because I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so have you seen all of the movies or have you missed them? Oh, no, I've missed. Like I said, I think after part four, I know I saw I watched part three for sure. Pretty sure I saw part four. And then after that, I just lost track of it. And then I wanted to watch Spiral. But since I hadn't watched the other ones, I was like, eh. And then that was my first question to you. Remember, I was like, Am I screwed watching this? Am I going to be completely lost? Because then forget it. I'm not going to go watch this at the theater. But luckily, that's not the case. Yes. And you did ask. And I was like, well, you should be good. Because this Saul 10 takes place. But I don't know why I said 10 like that. Did I turn right into the hillbilly? Saul 10. (laughs) Saul 10 takes place. I didn't even notice. So, okay. (laughs) It's, it just it comes out of me sometimes. I can't help it. You know. What you I mean? should do so. the whole episode like that yeah. one day. Our downloads would drop so bad. Saw ten so takes bad. place between Saw and Saw Two. Okay. Now Tobin Bell reprises his role as the Jigsaw Killer. Okay, dude, how terrible would that be? No, no, no! Don't do it. <laughs> See, I told you I could though. You could, but maybe just sprinkle it in like you just did. I might it is have really to. funny, though. I might, I might have to. I don't know. And I just noticed that the aluminum solo cup was a bad idea to record with because I can hear the ice clinking and clanking every time I take a swig. Oh. <sighs> I didn't hear it that time. It's okay. I can probably deaden the silence and silence it out, but it'll be fine. Um, So I have seen all Everything the movies. I did a rewatch um, a few years ago when I did that stupid movie challenge with the Elm Street guys where we wanted to see who could watch the most movies in a year. And in normal Josh fashion, I went way too hard because I'm so damn competitive and I did mm. beat them. But for probably the next six <laughs> months after that ended, I didn't ever want to watch a movie again. So... um. 
I wouldn't yeah. suggest doing that. I However, can see that. I did watch all the Saw movies that year. Um, okay. And I somebody called me out, honestly, because I did the Saw 10 review on YouTube, um, which is doing fantastic right now, by the way. Go stop now. Go watch that. Come back. Um, yeah. And somebody kind of called me out because I said that late, which I still stand by this YouTube man or woman. I said... <laughs> Person. I really like Saw 10 because I feel like it got back to a good storyline, whereas I felt like some of the later Saw movies, particularly probably four through seven, um, mm-hmm. because Jigsaw, I, I, you haven't seen Jigsaw, I don't ruin it for you and tell you what happened. So uh, I want to say Saw 4 through 7, the storyline, because they had killed killed John Kramer in three, the storyline got yeah. a little eh, wishy-washy. Wonky. Some of his yeah. motives got a little eh, like, you know, the first few movies, it was like these were people that were like really despicable people. Then and he was really trying to teach them a life lesson and change their life. And yeah. the traps were winnable. And then you get into, again, four, five, six, seven, and the traps are seemingly unwinnable. I understand that we figure we under we realize why later that is happening because it's not really John, it's proteges and other people that are making the traps unwinnable for a reason. But nonetheless, it's not the original jigsaw storyline that we were accustomed to where the traps are winnable and he's doing it for let's be, he's still a killer at the end of the day. He's still, he's still a serial killer, but he's got a little motive behind it that makes him a little less worse than others. Right. Because of the morals, I think, is what makes him less, what you're saying, less serial killer-y? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kinda? I think so. I think so. But he's still, at the end of the day, he's still a serial killer. He just has a, um, which is one of my favorite things about Jigsaw, John Crane. He's one of my favorite. He's probably in my top tier of of horror villains, um, villains. Be- because of that, right? He's not just killing people to kill people. He's trying to teach them to value their life based on decisions they've made in their actual life. But then you get to like, again, four, five, six, seven. Um, and you've been a smoker and because you've been a <laughs> smoker and not appreciated your healthy lungs. Now you're in a smoke tank and have to try to get out. Like, uh, yeah, we might be going a little, a little far. So yes, a little much back to the, the main reason I brought this up, Mr. YouTuber. I don't know your YouTube handle or I'd give you a shout out. You were very kind afterward, but, um, you left a <laughs> mint on the pillow when you were done with me. But, um, the, the motives got a little wishy-washy and you can't tell me they, they were run, not running out of material and that they were probably wishing they hadn't killed off jigsaw and saw three. So I stand by that still long ass winded way to get here. I appreciated the fact and probably my favorite part of this movie was that we got an entire movie with John Kramer jigsaw. Whereas other movies, they sprinkle him in and out and you're focusing on the secondary characters more so, which they do in this a little bit, but really for the most part, Tobin bell is front and center. A hundred percent. And I think I think what turned me off about the later Saw movies, and you'd have to correct me if I'm wrong, because obviously you saw, you've seen them all. It also felt like it just turned into torture porn, right? Where, mm. all right, we're just going to come up with these traps, and it's just for that. That's what the movies became. So at the time, I just wasn't interested. I, I don't think I'd be interested now anyway, but at least if you give me a good story to go by, I'm in. 
But if it's just to watch people get killed over and over in five more movies, I'm, you know, I can watch other movies for that or just watch the the originals. Mm. I really just liked his story in this. I will get to it. The only thing with him with the whole serial killer thing that he's he has the morals at the same time. My argument is always who does he think he is to be doing this to people? That's true. That's very you know, true. But like most narcissists, you know, he thinks that he is um, up here, right? Like God in a way. Yeah. Sort of. I, th- I think what it boils down to is that um, he, the end of his life is running out, right? And he probably, he, again, he, I, yeah. I don't know how far you made it in the series. I forget exactly what happens in every single movie. But what starts this whole thing is that his child is killed. I don't know if oh, you made it that far. That. His, his wife worked at a clinic and she was pregnant. This oh, was like yeah. A, and I do remember this. She gets smashed behind okay. the door by one of the people. And that is actually what triggers the entire trap, um, earn your life. You know, you're going to learn to appreciate mm-hmm. your life aspect of the Kramer storyline. But then when he realizes yeah. that his life is coming to an end, he's trying to make other people, you know, because he's not able to live anymore. And he's trying to get other people to value their lives. I agree with you. Like, you, you know, like you're not, why, why is it you? Who the hell are you? Yeah. But at the same time, like, okay. That's why he is a serial killer. (laughs) Right. He's, he's a clearly a narcissist, right? Yeah. Once you said that, actually, when you use the word narcissist, it actually makes sense because that's the most serial killers. It goes back to that. One's like Ted Bundy narcissist right that's right i mean he had no morals at least jigsaw like we said he does have morals it's for a reason and he's fair if the person does get out they survive that's true that's true and in some Which, of it, some instances they join the in most instances they join the the jigsaw uh cult in in a yeah in a weird way which we see and it gets sprinkled into uh into this movie so yeah. Your relationship with the Saw movies seems, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? So you didn't go see them in theaters and you've seen up until four and go. Sounds like, cause, cause the story with the wife sounds familiar. So, mm-hmm. and I remember that scene where they show the door hitting her. So whatever that movie was, that's where I finished watching. And do you remember how Amanda ties into that story? Into that story, no. I know she from part two. Well, technically part one, she's the one that's in the bear trap. Joins because she was a drug addict. Mm-hmm. She joined him. I know that, but what she had to do with the wife, I I don't know. So you find out later throughout the movies. Mm-hmm. So yes, you so you know Amanda in the movies as the the very first trap. She gets out of the bear trap. Joins yeah. Jigsaw like is you know obviously I think they bring her in to interview her and she clearly like has love for Jigsaw but I don't know that at that point you know how much she is in on everything but in I don't think that's revealed till right. Saw Two at the end of Saw Two right is when you find out she's correct in on part it part of it an accomplice um, yeah yes but you find out later that the guy the drug addict that breaks into the clinic to get the drugs and and smashes Jigsaw's wife I forget her name um. That's going to bother me now the entire time that I don't know her name. But she is actually the girlfriend of the guy that does this. And she's actually the one that coerces him mm-hmm. into breaking into oh. the clinic and doing that. And that's how she ties into the whole 
jigsaw storyline. So she was actually an accomplice to that Got entire it. thing happening. So, um, yeah, anyway. I, so, I did watch the first one in the theater. That one I mm, did. Because I remember that, mo- that one was like the ring at the time. It was something so new and everybody was going to watch it. And I know because uh, the ending was so shocking that yes. I remember all of us in the theater because it was it was one of those full theaters. Everybody was like, why? Oh, my God, <laughs> that guy's getting up. Oh. Uh, it, was, it was great. It was yeah. like Samara coming out of the TV. Like, what the fuck? Well, that, that? that got ruined for me. Um because the somebody had before told, you went to see it, yeah, somebody had told me that that you have to go because at the end the guys on I'm like ah oh, man, but it didn't it did probably man. ruin it a little bit, but I still really enjoyed that movie and um it didn't just completely destroy the movie so, but it was at the okay. time it was a very shocking movie especially when you find out that he's in the room the whole time, um so mind blowing I, I went into Saw Ten. Right expecting big things you i remember i was high on this movie i was up here yeah you were in the screen you were somewhere you were very excited i was i was <laughs> i love these movies i get excited you mr youtuber i, I even said i love these movies but i'm sorry they do t- i love the friday the 13th movies and there's some stinkers okay yeah um so with this i love so i'm gonna go on this soapbox for a second okay if that's okay yep So one of the things that pulled at my heart with this movie in particular is the cancer aspect Mm. of him, right? He's a cancer patient. I work with cancer patients. So this had a whole different element for me more so than in the other movies, because what he went through happens. I mean, I don't know to what degree I'm, I'm sure stuff like this does happen where they claim they can cure you of any disease and much more cancer and they scam people and rob them. But I have been a witness to people at their last hope. And that's what they do. They go out and seek whatever treatment they can because they feel like, okay, I got to try one more time. Right. Right. I've had people tell me, oh, I went to get a scorpion, scorpion venom as treatment. People do this. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's their last hope. Their end stage. What else, What do they get in their mind? What do I have to lose? I have a family. I mean, in his case. Yeah. I get, he, I think he just wanted to keep killing people. But in general, they want to live. They want to seek whatever treatment they can. And this, I don't doubt that something like this exists. And that's terrible to do to somebody to make them think, especially it was so it was acted out very well by him, the actor. Mm-hmm. in how he just when he woke up from that surgery where he just thought he was cured and by drinking some medicine that that's it you have the cure for cancer right yes. and and he'd been through probably chemo and radiation and all this if i remember correctly and this is cured all of a sudden and then you realized what was happening and that's so sad because i don't doubt that this happens and i think that's horrible it is the most horrible thing you can do to somebody, but it made the movie so much more satisfying towards the end. Like right. how, what happened to him and then what happens at the end somewhat. And we'll, we'll get there, but that really got me. So I was in automatically when I realized, Oh my God, he, I almost felt sorry for him. 
you almost you did not feel sorry for him i i did but i meant like in general but at the end no you're still a killer i mean granted you are not technically killing he's not killing the people but he's setting them up he you know? i mean uh, that's the thing right that's the argument at the end of the day that's the 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 argument, the double-edged sword, right? He's putting them, he's yeah. putting them in these traps and making them do these things. So theoretically, he is actually killing them, right? He right. may not be pulling the trigger Physically. per se, but he is yeah. definitely killing them. But I, to add to what you said, Tobin Bell does so well acting in this movie, and we'll we'll go through the scenes and, and everything the best that I can remember them because I yeah. saw it th- uh, two or three weeks ago. But um, yeah, I think that is what sets this movie apart is the fact that again not only do you get tobin bell on screen for that entire movie essentially but you do get another side of jigsaw and i saw some people complaining online that they had a problem with the fact that john kramer got tricked because in all these movies he's always two or three steps Mm. ahead every of everyone he's always got everything so laid out and he's never tricked. He's generally always one or two steps ahead of everybody, sometimes three or four steps ahead of everybody. And in this movie, yeah. they do trick him with this, with the cancer treatment, et cetera, which again, we'll dive into that right after I, we get done with this part of it. But I think this is important to hit on because like you just said, I'm okay with that and can overlook that because he is at the final stages of his life, he's been told by these doctors, there's absolutely nothing we can do to save your life. He has a, someone who he thought was his friend from the, these, uh, groups, these, um, get together groups for support support groups. Thank you. Who supposedly is, has had this treatment and it worked perfectly fine. The guy looks great. He's, he's 100% cured. Um, and mm-hmm. he does go home, and you also keep in mind this movie takes place in what the early two thousands or late nineties. I forget exactly when. They even made the internet yeah. look the way that it looked back then, but they didn't have he didn't have the research capabilities that we have now to look into these things. And and scams like this would be much yeah. easier to pull off back then. So you also have to keep that in mind. It's kind of twofold that it was back then, and he did do his research to the best of his ability. But at the same time. His thought process is probably heavily um, not all there because he is trying to, you know, he like this is his last hoorah, right? This is his last hope of not dying. And you said that you thought he wanted to be cured so he could keep on doing what he was doing with the killing. But we noticed when he thought he was actually cured, he makes that trap uh, diagram or oh, he true. draws it, but then he throws it away. So it's almost like... If he had been cured, would he have kept going on doing that? Or would he have kind of learned what he's trying to teach his victims and that he now values his life and he's going to go on and and obviously not do that stuff anymore? So I don't know, but I think it added an extra layer to the movie because I did feel sorry for him um, because I couldn't imagine being in that position to where they say, hey, there's nothing we can do. You've got this much time. I think they gave him like four or six months or something. Cause he was like, what do I have years? And yeah. the guy's like, you have like four months left. And yeah, yeah. I just, I just couldn't imagine. Right. So that, to have that little bit of hope and you see, you like the, I think he is, so, he acts, so, the acting is so good in this movie by Tobin Bell um, at 81 years old or whatever he is. Um, 
did a fantastic job. And I just felt it was like a gut punch, right? Even like, you know what's going to happen. That's what they tell you in the trailer. Going into it, you know that this is what happens. And you still feel bad for the guy. And on top of it, it makes you hate these people so badly that even when they try to make that drug addict girl, like you feel sorry for her and Amanda buys into it a little bit because of her past, but like you don't feel sorry for any of these people. I don't feel sorry for anybody. I, I'm, I agree with you a hundred percent with, I think it's okay to make him vulnerable in the sense of he wasn't five steps ahead in figuring out that this was a scam and it's because he's vulnerable. No matter what, it's still his life and he is dying and he wants to keep living. So I can't criticize that at all. I almost feel like this was a big trap for him. Almost. Uh, it was surgery? in a way the tra- a trap. No, the whole thing, the whole mm. scam felt like a trap coming back at him kind of right like without uh, him dying like well like karma kind of he would eventually die kind of yeah you could say because he got tricked he and he got trapped right essentially not in the same essence as he does but he would have died if he would have bought it without realizing what that he got summed it almost felt Mm. like a trap within his life that and I mean, they stole his money initially. They did. And a lot of it initially and a lot of it and a lot of it. Yeah. And I just really enjoyed watching him play that vulnerable character. And I think it's I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I didn't know people were criticizing it for that, for him always being that step ahead. I think that showing the vulnerability is an asset to the character because it does show it. And it just shows that at the end of the day, he is serial killer or not he's still a human and he's still yes. trying to also live agree and i would be curious if he was quote unquote cured would he have turned a new leaf or would he just continue i think well, i think he know. would have because we see him at the park and he's drawing up that trap and i forget which one it is and it's probably one that we see in a later movie if i had to guess but um yeah. yeah, he throws it. He throws it away, and he—I don't know. Uh, I think I think he would have, but really, at the end of the day, who knows? Because I think he really does like get off on this stuff because he is a again, he is yeah. a serial killer and um, a bit of a narcissist. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, yeah. So let's let's jump into the the scene by scene again to the best of our ability. We didn't just come out of the yeah. theater from watching this. So uh, the movie starts, and again, it's, we kind of already touched on this, but John Kramer gets the information that he's un his cancer is incurable. I think again, I think yeah. they gave him four or six months to live. He's in the support group. Um, there's a gentleman that uh, he sees later that looks completely cured, and that guy did look really bad in that support group. He looked. Like they did a good job of making him look like he was dying. He looked terrible. And then when he said he had stage four pancreatic cancer, I, I was convinced, okay, well this guy's, I mean, he has one of the worst cancers out there Mm. and they really painted him that he was dying. So they tricked me. I didn't see this coming to be honest. Mom guessed it from the beginning. I was like, damn, okay, well, Oh, well, I'm the gullible one that falls for everything. So I didn't see this, the guy coming in the, in the support group, but Mm. yeah, he looked, he was knocking on 
heaven's door right there. Well, when he sees him at that bagel shop later and he shows him that mm-hmm. scar, I was like, and I, I would yeah. say this by myself, by the way. Um, it was like the two days after I was COVID free and Abby was getting, she had these huge exams. She had to take a few weeks, uh, whenever that oh, was. Yeah. Uh, so she was preparing for that. So I was like, it was like on a last minute whim too. Cause it was like 10 o'clock and the movie started at 10 30. And I was like this nice moseying around the house bored out of my fucking mind because I'd been <laughs> stuck in this room for uh, two weeks. And she's like, are you going to see the movie? And I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, just go see the movie. Like you clearly want to go see the movie. Just go. I'm like, okay, so fine. So yeah. I went a 10 30 <laughs> show. I didn't get out of there until 12 30, dude. It was crazy. But anyway, I'm nice. there by myself. It is a long movie. Yeah. But it, I don't think it felt long though. Right. Did it to you? That's what I was going to say. It was shy of exactly two hours. I think it was an hour and 50 something. It did not feel it though. It was mm-hmm. really well paced and at least for for us, it left us wanting more because right. it was it was just really well done. Period. I agree. I agree. I thought the ending got a, it was kind of a little abrupt to be honest, but um, I think it's just because they were trying to keep it under yeah. a certain time limit. And I'm okay with it. But again, he runs into the support yeah. guy at this bagel shop. The guy shows him mm-hmm. his stomach. He got this huge scar. And I was like, with modern, what again, I guess I didn't take this into consideration, but it would have been in the early 2000s, so maybe it would have been different. I don't know. But I'm like, that's a really big scar for whatever he said he had done, which I think he had like part of his pancreas removed or something. But um, so he gives John the email or whatever, the website. So John goes home, he researches it, he calls. Um, I think originally she tells him she can't get him in. That right. she can't get him. So he's like, again, he's upset. He basically lays down like pretty much like, okay, this is it for me. The phone rings. Lo yeah. and behold, if you give us a quarter of a million dollars, we can get you in next week. So, and again, right. this is in uh, Mexico City, I think is where he goes, if I'm remembering yep. correctly. So he flies in. Yep. Uh, again, he's like on death's door. He looks terrible. Flies in. He looks bad. Gets yeah. in the taxi, the taxi driver, which I thought this was pretty clever of what they did, because this taxi driver makes it a point to tell him, uh, I am the guy everybody calls if they want to get a tour of the city. Very yeah. stupid of this guy to do this and tell him like he's notorious for being like the tour guy, right? Because later it makes mm-hmm. him very easy to find. Especially because yep. of what he's doing, right? So, and he takes him around the city. They show up to this compound. There's like a brief scare, which I knew was a scam as well. Like these two guys with guns get out and they rip Jigsaw up. And, you know, because they're, they're supposed yeah. to be like hiding from the government is what's going on. Because this cure and this procedure that this lady's father came up with, uh, the drug uh, companies don't want you to know about it because it would like cut into whatever they're doing. So they're supposedly like off the grid uh, hiding. So they take him to this like compound of this like abandoned house, which, okay. Like at this point I was like, this looks a little sketch to be honest. Um, But then you see like the, the opera, she takes him into the operating room. He meets this. I think the girl was Louisa. Was that the girl's name? Gabriella? Gabriella, you're correct. I was close. I think. You were close. Gabriella sounds there. more. She could have passed for that. I was in the same ballpark. I you think know. it is. Yeah. Um, so it he works. meets her. He has like this weird connection with her. And so he she's like, get a good you know, they show him the operating room, he meets the doctors, they take some blood. I mean, it all seems pretty legit once he gets to this compound. 
And then there's um, a patient there recovering. Yeah, that's your recovering patient. Right? He's all happy. You know, he shakes John's hand and uh, up until yep. this point, there's not like, cause most Saw movies start with like a kill or something. Right. And to this mm-hmm. part, I mean, it's, it's pretty like the storytelling is done very well. Um, I guess there is the one kill at the very beginning because he's at the hospital after he just real finds out about his diagnosis and he sees the uh, janitor going through the drawer of a dying patient who's unconscious. Um, And then you see in Jigsaw's mind, which I actually liked this and I know a lot of people were upset because this is the, the trap from the poster and we're all trying to figure out what they were going to dump in this guy's eyeballs and I liked it for and two. We were wrong. We were all wrong, dude. I liked it for two reasons. Yeah. The first is that we were wrong. They suctioned this guy's eyes out of his head. Cool. That was gross and amazing at the same time. I loved it, dude, because I was so totally wrong. expecting like acid or something to be dumped into yeah. his eyes. But I, I saw the yeah. shop back turn on, and I'm like, well, that's weird. I wonder what they're good because you can. I think you can suck stuff up and blow stuff out with the shop back. So I was like, okay, maybe he's gonna blow something into his eyes, and his eyes are just like whoop right out of his head. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, very creative. <laughs> it is. It is. And you see kind of how the other thing I liked about it is that you see how his brain works and how he comes up with these traps, right? It's like because they he sees them as mm. they're happening. But you find out, much like Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, that was a premonition or a dream. It didn't actually happen, uh, which again, I'm okay with. The guy made the right decision and Jigsaw was like, I think he even says good choice or good decision or something. Good choice. Yeah. So. Yeah, he does. I didn't what, mind But it. I liked... What I li- I liked that they I think when they made the movie they knew they were going to release the poster as this right the trap and it's so impressive right we said it when we first saw it very impressive poster I think it was smart to just get it over with at the beginning of the movie yeah and I liked that it ended up not being a real trap it was a premonition or an idea of oh if this guy does this I'm going to do this and it makes sense that he would use maybe janitorial things to get this guy. Cause yes. in theory you could, so it's kind of payback for what you're doing. So I don't know if it was their choice to just get it over with, to appease the audience and kill the mystery of, Ooh, what's going to happen to this guy's eyes? Because they must, they're not dumb. No one is dumb when they create posters or marketing, right. they know it's going to have some kind of buzz. And they knew they had to have known when they released that poster, all horror fans, all Saw fans are wondering what the hell is going to come down that tube. And that's the only thought we had. No one thought about it, something coming out from the tube. I had no uh, the eyes. until his eye was suctioned <laughs> through that tube. I had no yeah. idea. I was again, I was still at the time in the theater trying to figure out what they were going to dump in his eye. Yeah. Same thing. But when I saw the vacuum and it turned on, I re- I realized what was happening. Oh, boy. Okay, they're they're going to do it. They're going to. Yep, they did it. They've it was, done it. it was pretty, They've sucked eyes out. It was pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. I was like, wow. And then you find and it out. Looked good. Yeah. And then, but even finding out it's not real, I like because it gives you like a um, like a window into how he comes up with these traps. Right. Which I thought was cool. You see how True. he. 
like puts everything together. Um, so I guess theoretically yeah. there was a, a trap at the beginning, not at the very beginning, but up until this point where we were at, like where he gets to the house, uh, this Gabriella girl shows him how she's very sweet, very accommodating. Um, he meets the doctor that's going to be doing the surgery again. She is the daughter of the doctor that supposedly came up with this entire process and this healing. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do they call? They don't call. I, I keep wanting to th- say the word nectar, but that's not what it is. It's like a. What is he supposed to be drinking? What did they call that? I don't a, remember. A cocktail or something. Maybe, maybe elixir. Elixir. Did they say elixir. I think I don't know. We're gonna go with elixir. Nectar. Sounds pretty good. We're gonna go with the <laughs> elixir nectar. But so long story short. He meets with the doctors. He meets with the nurses. Everybody's going to be doing the surgery. They're all very nice. You know, you get a good night's sleep, and we're going to do it first thing in the morning. Um, He clearly is, like, nervous, probably very excited, but also very nervous about this. Uh, So he can't really sleep, and he hears, like, a soccer ball hitting a wall. He goes outside, and he meets this little kid that's from the, I think it's the uh, maintenance man's son. The groundskeepers? Yes, groundskeeper's yeah. son and he like befriends him he helps him fix his bike and it's they did a very good job in this movie of making jigsaw relatable they humanized him they they made him very human they honestly if you hadn't watched the other saw movies if you were just watching this as a standalone well minus the trap premonition yeah you would think this is just a story of a man trying to get cancer treatment mm-hmm. and you feel sorry for him. That's it. Assuming you don't know anything that he's done in the other movies. Right. And I, I can't wait to rewatch this because I'm sure there's a lot of hints more than I think there are about what's going on. But even when Gabriella opened the door to the, the house or the mansion, the compound, she seems off. Yes. Well, I mean, she yeah, seems yeah. off. Like almost guilty. And I don't know if it was maybe she felt bad for him because they do have a connection right off. And I think she also has it with him. So I felt that she had a moment of maybe I should tell him that this isn't legit. She didn't, but it felt that way. Well, I'm wondering if because, well, one, she's off because she's a drug addict and she's probably like. Oh, that's true. Like tweaking a little <laughs> bit because she. I think mm-hmm. they're like paying her through drugs, if I'm guessing correctly. But oh, the other true. thing is, that. he's very um, likable in this movie. Like he's like, I yeah. think she feels sorry for him. Where I would assume most of the people they're doing this to um, are like rich assholes that they're scamming. The people because this isn't yeah. cheap, right? They they some people. I think they charge you charged because he had a whole list of people they've scanned and what the people paid he paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars where there were other people that paid like upwards of a million dollars for this i think they went based on how much money you had and he was a civil engineer by trade so he has money but like he's not like a millionaire right to where he had that much i think he said that this was all of his money that he had um Mm -hmm. But I'm assuming that she saw him and she was like, oh, this isn't the, like the normal type of person that we do this to. And she probably legitimately did feel bad about it. Um, yeah. Which doesn't really help her out later. I think she thought it was going to, but it, it doesn't at all. And I love that he never wavers. And you see Amanda kind of being wishy-washy, which in the other movies, she's a real hard ass. She's like, has no yeah. sympathy for these people, which I think 
hopefully I remember to talk about that later when we get to it. Um, but yeah, so he, he meets his Gabriella. They have this real nice relationship. He meets the little boy, and then in the morning he goes down. They prep him for yep. surgery. He's having the surgery. They tell him, which I didn't fully understand. Um, so he he was going to be awake during the surgery, but he wouldn't yeah. be able to feel anything, obviously because they weren't doing anything. But uh-huh. they also have <laughs> yep. like a, a TV screen up, and he can like watch what's going on. But they didn't really want him to watch what was going on, so like. He wakes up several times and then they put him back to sleep, but he like sees the video and they keep, they end up turning the screen away from him so he can't see it. So like that's yeah. first thing. But the other thing is yeah. he keeps waking up and he sees all the people that are in there. So he like sees like from the mask up of the doctor. Um, yep, the and then he already met some of the other people, but yeah. So he sees all these people. Um, anyway, the surgery supposedly goes great. He ends up at this off-site place that's very close to the hospital in case he needs additional treatment or whatever. Um, Medical attention. <laughs> right. So and then and keep oh in mind, God. this is all within like the first 20 minutes of the movie, right? Um, so yeah. we, again, he's supposed to be cured. He's got a wrap on his head. She tells him to drink two of those elixirs a day. And he'll it be might good hurt to, or something. Yeah, yeah. Like he just had fucking brain surgery. Like, of course, it, it might hurt, right? Like, and she's—I think she specifically tells him not to take the thing off his head for however many days. Yeah. Um, I forget why. What happens that makes him realize something? Because he ends up taking it off. He sees somebody. What does he? Oh my god, there is something that makes him realize it cuz he he does all of he drinks everything and we kind of fast forward to that he still has the wrap on but he's out, right? And that's when he's drawing the trap again but then tears the page. So I'm trying to think how he realized it. Was uh, it somebody? Oh, I remember. He um that when he gets there, the Gabriella offers him a bottle of tequila, but right. the, the doctor tells him he can't drink it because he's having surgery in the morning. Right. But the girl Gabriella she says, "This is my fa- This is my favorite. Why don't you have a drink to celebrate?" Right. Yes. Yep. The lady that comes is supposed to be checking on him. He asks her where he can get a bottle of that tequila because he wants to take it to Gabriella. Yeah. So then he takes, he gets the bottle of tequila, he takes it to the compound, the house, whatever, and that's when he realizes she's not there. The picture on the wall that she told him was her family is like gone. Gone. Um, Everything. Right. He goes back to where they did the surgery. That's all like just like ripped to shreds and torn up. And that's when he realizes that like, okay, I just got scammed. And I think the video is still there on the, he can turn it on on the TV and he realizes they were just playing some brain cancer documentary or something and that's when he takes yep. the wrap off of his head and he realizes because i think he holds a oh. mirror up right and his hair's still there and, they and didn't his do hair anything. is still there yes that's what it was yeah that was tough that was tough i did want to point out too that this should have triggered him maybe but again because he's vulnerable and not thinking when he ran into that guy, I can't remember the the pancreatic cancer support group guy, and he showed him that scar. I think the guy said, oh, I had surgery a month ago. Mm. I could be wrong, but it would not look like that a month later. Something that because they're using staples yeah. on that guy, which could have been back then in the early 2000s. That guy shouldn't have been 
like that. And that should have kind of made him go, hmm, no matter how amazing this cure is, that's a huge surgery. And even after brain surgery, that's also a huge surgery. You shouldn't be able to just be like, hey, I'm up. (laughs) What's up? You know, Uh, you know, but again, it's because you're vulnerable and he's really excited about this happening that I could see him looking past it. But the signs are there. It just depends on what your mind wants to really interpret right on right. what's going on right exactly and i yeah. i forget exactly how long he had told him he it had been since he had his surgery i i thought the scar looked yeah. ridiculous anyway um and a little but again like i like you said and like we talked about earlier like he's just so he's at the end of his rope he's like grasping at straws mm-hmm. to try to to get cured um but that moment is yeah. so good when he realizes that he's been scammed and they oh, had so to make it good because we already knew it was coming. Like we already know what the premise of the movie is because that's what the entire movie is about. And that's how they were able to come back and make this movie is because they wanted to show how he was essentially tricked and then, you know, turned it around on the people. So I thought up to this point, it, they had done something that's completely different from the other Saul movies. And I really enjoyed yeah. it. But see, this is where I, I'll argue that, not knowing what the movie is about is fun because I had no idea. So I was surprised and Mm. having fun with what's going on. Is this real? And then getting even more emotional when he realizes it's a scam, because I had no idea this is what was going to happen because I didn't read anything about it. I didn't watch the trailer. I I didn't know. So Mm. this was just unraveling before me kind of like for him in real time. And I'm feeling sorry. And I completely understand why from this point on he did what he did to these people because they absolutely deserve it. (laughs) A hundred percent. Well, and we see, I think he, I can't remember if it shows him calling somebody or what, but um, so the next part of the movie is we see the taxi cab driver and he yep. is driving people around. And he made himself very easy to find for Jigsaw. And he gets this taxi yeah, driver, and he's this, the first trap, right? And we get to see the pig mask, which is awesome. I love seeing the callback to that. Yeah. But So he gets the taxi driver, and this trap is he has like embedded wire into his skin, and he has to cut the wire out. Um, before the explosive goes off. He's got it on both hands, right? He's got to take a knife and he has to cut, which honestly I thought was a pretty easy trap in comparison to the others. I have to agree. I I have to agree. And honestly, so was the one with the eye. Because I think the one with the eye, all he had to do was, I mean, all he had to do, right? (laughs) He had to get all his fingers bent. Oh, yeah. But that's technically fixable versus dying. So considering his other traps, they're just bones. So in theory, again, it's not just a trap, but that seemed more mild mm. compared to other traps that we've seen. This one too. This uh, this one was rough though. Like he had to really, I, I was like cringing when he was cutting the the wires out. Yeah, I really was. It, it, See, it, it I, looked it was, so good. It was bad. Don't get me wrong. And you're right. The special effects in this movie are fantastic. They do a great job. Yeah. Um, 
But I feel like yeah. in most of them, they do a pretty good job of making you just feel like like it can really happen and making that part uh. of your body hurt. But so he's got to cut these wires out of his forearm, yeah. I believe. Um, which yeah, and the, the only thing that really bothered me about this about this movie is that everybody does exactly the same thing. But maybe this is how you would react to somebody in one of these traps. Like they wait, you get three minutes to get this trap over with, and everybody wastes the first minute and a half. Everybody. I think it's because I honestly, I think you would freak out and really try to rationalize that there has to be another way that this is not possible. Mm. I, I think that's normal. It's a panic mode. Although it should be the opposite because you should be in hyperdrive to survive it. Right. So I, I, I guess it depends, but it, maybe they should have changed it up with at least one character that the minute the timer starts, they're on it versus, oh, let me just sit here and yell and get upset. Right. But really waste a minute and 30 seconds that could have saved my life. Yeah, to- totally agree. I, so, I thought that kind of bugs yeah, every single point. one of them does. But anyway, this is the first trap. Everybody. The guy, he ends up cutting the wires out of his forearm, throws the explosive away. So he does beat the first trap. The first guy beats the trap, the uh, taxi driver. Yep. Which I have a question. Do you think he got all of the information out of him prior to doing this trap? Or what happens if this guy mm. doesn't beat this trap? and then die. So my assumption is that he got all of the information from him before and then put him in the trap. Cause I can't remember if he tells him everything afterward or not, but the, so the first guy does survive and he is how yeah. John Kramer jigsaw gets all of the information for the remaining people that were involved with this trap. And then we get to see um, Jigsaw, and as we know now, Amanda comes to help him, so she comes down. I'm assuming she brings all of his stuff to him, and yeah, um, she's helping so. him get everybody. So you've got the taxi driver's done. He's already escaped his trap. So you've got Gabriella. Yeah. You've got the mm-hmm. doctor, the blonde-haired doctor. I forget her name, but like the head of the whole thing. Yep. You've got the, main the lady. You've got the nurse who um is the one that drew the blood. Yep. And then you've got the um the doctor that did the Surgeon. surgery, but he actually just right. works at a dog kennel. Yeah, he does. So And Gabriella scores from him. Mm, from pet pet stuff. That's right. Like, is that what? does did was that, that weird? What was what a thing? That like, I I I was honestly shocked. Like, she was getting drugs from a vet. Yes, yeah, so basically or I, a kennel. So my sister is a vet tech, or she used to be. She's since changed jobs. She runs a, a clinic now, but she was a vet tech, and she said that nice. the the medicine they use on the animals is very similar to the medicine we use, like different doses and and potencies. I think that's strength. Strength yeah. is way better than I'm over here in fucking Harry Potter world making a potion. Like we need more potion. Potent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's <laughs> like the, the drugs, a lot of them are the same. They're just different, uh, you know, amounts or whatever. But yeah, so she's, at first I thought maybe she was his sister, but I don't think she was. I think he might've liked her. Who? Ga- Gabriella oh, um, and the vet, the vet, and the vet guy. Yeah, I thought maybe he liked. I didn't think he w- they were related, but I definitely felt that he might have liked her mm. because I think he even says I can't do this anymore right. or something. 
did it the usual yeah, yeah. we got to stop this yada 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 i yeah. was more shocked at i can't believe you're getting drugs from a vet mm, okay so i wasn't as surprised that by that aspect of yeah. it but Okay. So we see uh, Amanda like, gets what? her because Gabriella with her drug. She goes to some weird like alley, bathroom bathroom like, thing, but it was like in an alleyway or something. I don't know, but she gets yeah. her there. She gets the vet guy at his veterinarian's office. Um, the main I like this this scene too, where they kidnap the main lady because she's you see her calling to scam the next person. And yep. then you see that somebody is there at the house to get her. And I think you see the person walking on the roof of the house through her security cameras, and they have the pig mask on. Um, yep. Which, again, I thought was and really cool. like, a cinder block because yes. their house is all glass and fancy, and he just right. drops the – I think it was a cinder block and kidnaps her. Gets her, gets her good. And then is that, uh, and then the yep. other girl, the nurse, I think she is at like a party or no, she's at a club partying and she takes the guy to the car. To, is she a hooker? I was about to say, I think she was a bit of a hoe, but you know, I think she was a prostitute, that's right? What I got, okay. I think she was a prostitute. Yeah. Cause she asked In him for money. Right. Life. And he says, well, you didn't yep. say anything about any money. And then we didn't he, talk about money. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, the Amanda, I'm assuming, uh, Steele grabs her as well from there. So they all wake up. They're in the place where they did the surgery to John in the same building. And he's yep. got all these traps set up and they're all standing there. I liked the difference in this movie with the traps because in the other movies, you're seeing all these people go through the traps kind of individually with the exception of two. Um, yeah. And it's usually like one person and then they walk into a room and there's another person in there and then they got to like, or do I save this person? Do I save myself? Um, but I yeah. liked how he had this set up because they all watched him get scammed. So now they all have to watch each other go through these traps. That's a good point. That is a good point. Hmm. I like it. And Thank then you. being hopeless or helpless to help each other if they even wanted to, because I don't know if they maybe the vet guy would have tried to help one of the girls, but definitely the blonde scientist lady. She was all for herself. She was not helping anybody get out of those traps. See, I felt like she, she put on such a good act during the trap scenes because she acted like she really she wanted these people to be able to get out of the traps and whatnot. And at the end completely changes the way she's acting. But I felt like she made you think she really wanted, like cared about these people and wanted to help them get out of the traps, which I think show which was good because it shows what like a narcissist she also is in the fact that mm -hmm. she was still trying to play John. That, like she cared about these people and they were business partners and like they didn't do this to everybody, there were really people they cured. His was just too far along to be fixed. And I thought right. she made a compelling argument. She did come off at first very sincere that she really cared about all these people, which we find out later she didn't. Um, yeah. But probably my... The worst trap for me was the first one. And the girl with the wire saw... And the leg... Which, and the bone marrow? Yes, which was the nurse. And she's the one that supposedly took his blood and ran it to make yeah. sure everything was good. So this trap, she has to use this wire saw and go through her leg with it. Yeah. 
and then take this, I don't even know what it is, but basically put it in her bone and suck the bone marrow out of her leg. And once she has enough bone marrow compiled, the trap shuts off. Right. That was gross. Like this All of it. had to have been the worst trap because she goes through with it. She does cut her own leg off. She sticks the thing in her bone and it starts to suck the bone marrow out, but doesn't accrue enough in time because again, she wasted the first minute, but at the same time, like, I don't know that I'd be able to just grab this saw and cut my leg off. Listen, I really don't know if I would be able to do that. And my, I mean, this is just nitpicking, but I think I guess, I guess it could be a catch 22 because adrenaline really supposedly comes through for humans, but I think she would have passed out, to be honest. After she cut her leg off, yeah, she would have naturally just passed out with no. Well, they did. Oh, she did put a tourniquet, right? She yeah, did. She did. She did put so it maybe a belt on. Yes, but I don't know. I just feel like that would have caused her to just instantly pass out the minute the the leg was out because you have that huge artery that I don't know. But that's just nitpicking. But I don't. And just hearing it like. The back and forth of the the sound effects were so good with this yeah. scene. And then I don't know how I don't even know if that would be possible to put that in her bone and see all that nasty sludge yeah. come out. And then her scream. It was just it really was well done, but it was very disgusting. It was. It was like but well done. Oh, it was. And who sat there and came up with this? That's the scarier part, honestly. I don't know, but like, would did she? And I know he alludes to the fact that you get the most bone marrow out of that specific bone, which is why that's the one she cuts. But like, it was not like it's a big bone. Could she not have like cut her hand off and stuck it in like that? Wouldn't work. You wouldn't be able to fill it up in theory, right? Because yeah, your it's your femur bone. That's one of your biggest bones, so it's going to have the most bone marrow. If you tried to do that through your arm, where you ha- you have two bones in your forearm, mm-hmm. so that would take forever, mm. right? In theory, in the three minute, he would she would have to have who knows how long for an arm. I so, feel and he like wants to make it worse. I feel like that trap was the most over the top and unwinnable. I feel like yeah. she cut her leg off. Like that should have been the trap. Like if you're going to have her cut her leg off, then she has to also stick something inside of her femur and have it suction out. And that, in three minutes, I think that was a bit rough. I agree. I agree. Like it was worse than the trap he had set up for the main lady at the end. Oh, uh, when we get there, we'll get there. But I, I mean, I don't I don't think this is true, but I almost feel that he made it unwinnable on purpose. But that then technically that's not how he works. Right. He does give people that chance to get out. But it almost felt that way because there is no way. And I think he knows that people always panic in that first gap of time. Yeah. He, he's done this for who, how long? He already knows, in a way, how humans act, for the most part. Right. Which is why I think he strategically picks a certain amount of time. If he would have given her five minutes, she would have done it. Or would she have wasted the first three minutes panicking even longer and waited until there was a minute and a half Maybe. left anyway? So That could be it, too. I don't who knows? Know, but we don't I know. think that... <laughs> 
in comparison to the first, which the first trap wasn't real, but the guy breaking his fingers, right. like not nearly as bad as having to cut your leg off. Um, at all. The second trap, the guy cutting the wires out of his forearm, pretty mild, in my opinion, compared to Compared to that. To that. <laughs> um, and then I mean, you got that. Hmm. But I did like the fact that she was the one that drew his blood. So he like made it relevant to what she did yep. to him. And the fact that, that um, yeah, so... She obviously does not win. So mm-hmm. I think, isn't there like a saw that comes back and cuts her head off? Yep, the same material. Because the saw that she's using is supposed to be this amazing saw that's supposed to give a clean cut. Mm-hmm. And that's the same one that, you know, makes her head spin and turn and flip to yeah. the ground. So she's yeah. out. Everybody yeah. has to watch this happen. Um Which yeah. is, it's pretty gross, uh, to be honest. Probably the worst yeah. one, honestly, in my opinion. But yeah, it is the worst one. And then they grab her intestines out. Well, so Amanda, that traps over. Everybody's freaking out. Jigsaw and Amanda go up into like this control tower that they're staying in and like watching everybody. Yeah. And they're, uh, Amanda brings out a cart uh, because mm-hmm. I, I think it has the tape for the next guy to go. Or maybe it's the girl. It's the girl. The girl's supposed to go next. So there is the tape on the the cart with the main lady's coat. Her cell phone is in her coat. Amanda and Jigsaw go up, and uh, she realizes, because her phone rings, so she realizes her phone is in her coat. So she grabs that lady, that nurse that just got killed, and she cuts her yep. open and rips her intestines out of her stomach, and they all throw it around to each other and wrap it around that cart so she can pull that cart over to her to get her phone. That's disgusting. Which, that was another pretty disgusting situation, and this is where I didn't buy it with this lady. I, I didn't believe that she was genuine once she was trapped, Yeah, because my thing is no, because they kept showing her, you can do it, you know, like pumping the group up. Yeah. I took it more as if these people live, maybe he'll let me go. Mm. I don't know why. I kept thinking like she had some alternate thought process that if they get out of these traps. Yeah. Then she'll somehow be uh, given a, a free card, a go home free and you'll be fine. It's, you know, that she'll be free. So that's why I never believed her 100%. And then when she did this, I understand you're in survival mode, but damn. I mean, I would never think of that, to be Me honest. Me either. Me ever. either. I mean, no. now we can, but no. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have I would thought of it, it either. And after this, I agree. I was like, man, this lady doesn't. But then I'm like, maybe she's in panic mode. But right. She does get the car. She makes a phone call on her phone very quickly. And then Amanda comes down and catches her, takes the phone. Um, yeah. And then when she's walking back up the steps, that's when Gabriella like is like trying to talk to her and like talk her mm-hmm. out of doing this. They get up into the room and um, she like tells John, like maybe we shouldn't do this to Gabriella. Like maybe she's, you know, and Jigsaw's I've been there. Like, I'm a, I was a drug addict. Yeah, yeah. like, because she relates to her. And, and Jigsaw's like, no, like, this is what we're doing. Maybe you don't. Because at this point, she is still in training to be, like, to take over when he dies, right? Right, Um, right. But she does change his mind because Gabriella is, I believe, she's supposed to go next. Right. And he 
she talks him into having the other guy go next because she comes down and moves the cart to the other guy. And I forget what Gabriella says to her. And she's like, no, I do feel sorry for you. You were supposed to be next. And thanks to me, he's going next. Yeah. But you're still, it's still coming. Just not now. Right. And, and I initially granted, we get our answers later, but when the scene was happening where you see the cell phone in this lady's jacket Mm -hmm. pocket, I was shocked that Amanda left that so open, open up for grabs like that. Of course, later we find out it's all part of the plan. But initially, mm-hmm. I said it not out loud, but I was like, why would you do that when you know they're going to find a way to reach that thing? Which again, so, and again, yeah. she keeps bringing up things to Jigsaw. Like, hey, maybe we should let her go or like maybe we mm-hmm. should do this because we don't want to get caught. And he's like, let the plan unfold. There's a plan. Stick yeah. to the plan. The plan always works out. Yeah. Just stick to it. Like, I think exactly. he tells her that three or four times in this movie. Like, just just let it work itself out. there's a reason. Out. There's a reason yeah. we're doing it this way. Like, let it work itself out. Um, it almost feels like he's saying it to us, too. Because the I think the audience is questioning things along the way. Yes. Possibly, like, the thing with the cell phone and just everything in general. And it almost feels that Amanda is representing the audience and he's responding to her what he would be responding to us, which is just go with it and it'll all make sense. It'll all work out in the end, end, I think is what he tells her. Yeah. It'll all work out at the end. It'll all work out at the end. Um, I actually don't remember his trap, the guy. So he's the one. So she goes down. He, and this is where Billy actually, the first time we see Billy, the doll doll comes out out. and brings him his sedatives, but she's like, but I don't think you're going to want to use. So what he has to do is he has to cut a piece of his brain out and put enough weight onto the, the um, tray. Once he puts enough brain weight on the tray, the thing shuts off. But he, so he's like, uh, cause that guy is suppo- the one that was doing the, um, the actual brain surgery. See, I don't think so. I think the taxi driver was the one that was doing the brain surgery. This guy oh. was, this guy was the morphine guy. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Which is why oh. he says, I've <laughs> brought you your sedatives, but you probably won't want to use them. You're probably want to be going to be awake for this. Cause remember he's the one that kept putting him to sleep. Got it. Okay. I didn't realize. Okay. I didn't realize I forgot the taxi driver. That's why this movie, a second watch is going to be even better because of all the stuff that I clearly missed. That's all right. You were still like, is this all 10 or 11? Like, which one is this? Right. I I understand, dude. I'm here for you. So embarrassing. (laughs) At least. Thank you for being a friend. Golden girls moment, but not anyway. It's fine. It's fine. This trap. This is another one. I think this is unwinnable. How In three I minutes? Mean, yes, unwinnable. Oh, uh, uh, and to cut your own scalp bone. Yeah. And to no. Mm-mm. Could you even do that? I, I think I would just accept defeat. The leg, maybe I can. Maybe, but this, I, I don't know. I would I think be. I, just... I would rather do the brain than the leg. Really? I think so. Because I think he even said that he can't feel anything, right? Because your brain. What they tell you? He says uh, your brain doesn't feel pain. It sends pain to other places. So you're not gonna feel yeah. what you're doing. But still, just to. I think to cut through your scalp. There's no way in three minutes you can conjure mm-hmm. up the aggressiveness to do it to, to yourself. 
cut right. the hole in your scalp with that freaking Dremel and then right. cut out a piece of your brain. Like that is a, a 10 minute trap in my opinion. Um, <laughs> jigsaw. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, and he again, wastes time, but does do it. He tries and yep. still loses. And he still loses. Yeah. That, I don't know. That one's brutal because I also think about if you, if you do try and potentially win, what if you pull out certain parts of your brain and then you just, that's it. You don't, you lost memory or you lost function somewhere else. At least with that leg, you can get a prosthetic. That's true. But I think in the beginning when he's telling him about which, cause he tells him he's already got it figured out where he's supposed to cut at. Right. And yeah, he tells so him that in your, that. whatever lobe of your brain, you don't need like that exact Access. amount. And okay. he, that's the part that he hasn't cut. But, um, Oh, okay. Nonetheless, just like it grossed Ooh. me out. That's, that one probably grossed me out the most, but I think is probably in long term the least impactful based on the other traps that he set up. Um, mm. But again, the guy doesn't win. I forget exactly what happens to him. Doesn't uh, it shoots like he's like in this? Uh, it looks like a medieval iron suit. Because it, it just closes on him, ah. and I think it's a bunch of spikes, and that they go in his face and basically kill him. Yeah, and it has a a Mexican deity on it, I believe, mm. just okay. to you mm. know make it. Like, I okay. <laughs> I do question though how he had time to set up and create and make all these traps, like. The monetary standpoint of it, I'm not concerned with because he finds all the money. So we yeah. know he has the money to do it because he it's basically the money he's stolen from these people that stole his money. So he's got the money. Yeah. Amanda came down, but like he's in a foreign city that he's not familiar with. How's he going to get, unless he talked to taxi driver and helping him get all this stuff, maybe. Um, maybe. And I'm assuming some time has gone by. This didn't happen in... A five day span. That's even. true. That's true. I I bet you're right. But if he only has four months to live, like how? That's true. Hmm. Yeah, because we're back to him still dying, which right? I think they conveniently overlook. Right? Like he's like still yeah. supposed to be dying, but if, at the end of it, he looks terrible still. But I yeah. also wonder if Hoffman. Did you stay for the ending credits? I did. Do you know who Hoffman well, is? Have you seen through the Saw movies to where you get to the Hoffman storylines? Mm-mm. So the guy that was helping him at the end that has the uh, the original guy tied up. Yes. Uh-huh. That's, yeah, that's, I didn't know who that was. Okay, that's Hoffman. He comes in to play later in the movies. Oh, uh, okay. But I'm assuming he must be down there with them. He's not part of this game, but I'm assuming he helped them um, because he is okay. the guy that he's calling. And he's okay. the guy that gets him all the records because this guy's a detective. So he gets him all the records and all of that stuff. So... um I'm assuming Hoffman is probably down there uh, with them because yeah. generally he's the one that does all the heavy lifting. Which makes sense because you he can't be this 80-some... Well, in theory, right? He's probably an 80 or 70-year-old man who's dying of advanced stage tumor in his right. brain. Right, He's not going to be heavy lifting all this shit. No. So he needs somebody. And Amanda can't do it 100% on her own either. Right. So I'm assuming so. Hoffman must be down there with them or at least play yeah. some some part of this. But um, so, yeah, the second guy does not survive his trap. 
the uh, story plays on. And then at this point is when the, uh, the guy, so when he shows up the first time, the patient that was supposed to have been, you know, had the surgery done and he felt great. The guy John meets as soon as he gets there. Yeah. That guy shows up at the compound with a gun. He's screaming. He wants his money back. He's all pissed off. So he has clearly realized his surgery didn't work either. Yeah. So I think Amanda or John let him in. He comes up and they like explain to him what's going on. They like let him watch what's going on. And he's Mm -hmm. like clearly like wishy-washy about what's going on. And he tells them that he found a list, tells them all the millions of dollars these people have scammed out of people. And this guy just doesn't seem to be on board with what's going on. Um, So he, I believe he watches the next trap, which is Gabriella. Mm -hmm. And her trap, I don't remember 100%. I know she gets like raised up in the air and there is like a heater that gets turned on. Yeah, she yeah, she gets raised up on one hand. And so let's say it's her right arm, right? She has she has her arm cuffed at the right wrist Mm -hmm. and her right ankle. So she's like hanging kind of like that. Not that you can see my foot, but anyway, and it's a radiation machine. Okay, because he also had to go through radiation. Yeah, so. He was, I forgot how he worded it, but basically that radiation, you know, leaves scars Mm -hmm. and he, the, her trap was to escape. She had to take a mallet Mm. and break free, literally break her foot and her hand to break free. But that radiation machine is on, on her face. That's right. And he changes the levels after a certain amount of time. So he starts at, let's say, level one, which is less heat. And then he just keeps <laughs> going up. But her face gets cooked, dude. Yeah, it was rough. That's a that one also seemingly, again, doesn't seem bad, but it's the burning of the face that mm. makes that trap uh, pretty bad. Because I don't know how you come back from that, to be honest. I like that, or maybe I got the orders mixed up because I thought that brain surgeon guy was still talking to her while she was doing her trap. No, he, you're right. He was first because then the blonde lady was the one that was egging her on. Okay. Cause she tells her to, to break her foot first because if she's hanging by her hand, she can swing away from the heater, which she does. So she gets her foot out and she tries to swing out away from the heater, but then the heater turns. Yep. And it's back on does. her. And then she does. So she does break her hand and she falls down and gets out of the trap. But after she has beat, she's won. She beat the trap. She did. She did. The guy, the other patient that was up there watching that is not on board with this at all. He ends up grabbing a gun and yep. holding John and Amanda hostage. He takes them down and you think he's going to like try to let them go because he's not okay with killing these people that scammed him. Yeah. And then you find out he is actually in on it and he is who the doctor lady had called and that's when she got her phone and that's how he knew to come to the compound and try to help him. So he lets her out of the trap. She walks over and kills Gabriella, steps on her neck and breaks her neck after she won her trap because poor girl John is like, you need to get her medical attention. She won her game. She deserves to live. 
Yep. And the lady walks over, stomps on her neck, kills her. Yep. So you find out this guy has been in on this the whole time as well. And he was actually coming to save the doctor because this is like her boyfriend or husband or something. Something like that. Did you, so when he came, right, pounding on the door, did you suspect anything that he was in on it? I didn't. I mean, again, I, I'm very gullible. So I didn't at I didn't. first. I thought he was um, mad and was just there to get his money. Yeah. Because I think he said he had two daughters and like this was all he had left and he was yeah. going to. And then John tells him, well, I found the rest of the money and you'll get, I promise you, I'll give you all of your money back and then some. But when the guy wasn't on board with him killing them, that's when I was like, uh, I don't know. Something's, something's iffy here. So I didn't fully trust yeah. him, but I didn't know if he was like in on it or if he was genuinely just like a good guy. And we were going to have to see John make a decision to like kill this guy so that he doesn't tell on him or let mm. him go. Right. So I was like, it's going to be either he's in on it or we're going to get to see Jigsaw have to make a tough decision. I like the way it did go that he was in on it. Yeah, me too. I, I think it, it made for the ending uh, to be better because Amanda tells him like, she's going to turn on you. Like she's cause he said something about he would be willing to kill for her. And she's like, well, he's going to kill you or she's going to kill you. So yeah, like be prepared for that. And while they're talking, um, we hear that soccer ball, that soccer ball starts hitting the wall outside and that's when the the doctor lady, this is where she really shows how evil she is. She has her boyfriend go out and get that kid and bring him in. And this is where you see John, like this is where Tobin Bell's acting is so good. Like you yeah. see, he is just like, this was not part of the plan. Right. This definitely wasn't. He obviously has a soft spot for kids and it's the same thing. It's the, the one thing I always appreciate from him is the fairness it's not part of the pan pl pan plan why are we same thing with gabriella what are you doing she survived yeah this is and you could tell he was very unhappy with that as well because he is fair in that mm -hmm. sense but the kid i think really got to him and knowing his past you can see probably why well, and one cool thing was that I noticed later um, as I was thinking about it, as I was driving home at 430 in the morning um, is basically <laughs> when they bring that kid in, Amanda asked him, she was like, what do you want to do? And he was like, follow the plan. And she was mm -hmm. like, well, the plan has changed. He's like, the plan never changes. Stick to the plan. So we're still. Yeah, because if you remember the gun that the guy had didn't have any bullets in it. Oh, that's right. They I took the bullets that. out of the gun yeah. on purpose. So they theoretically, I feel like Amanda probably could have fought the doctor and killed her. Probably. And you would have been theory. stuck with John and trying guy. to that guy, which there's no way he could have fought that guy unless Hoffman was there and Hoffman could have came in and helped. Yeah. Because she asked him twice, like, what are we, what do you want to do? Like, she's asking him, like, do we like, do we end this now or what? And he tells her yeah. stick to the plan. So he, the last trap was supposed to be for the blonde woman. Yeah. But there's two sides to it. So there's, she would have been strapped down to one side of this platform, almost like a seesaw and somebody else was to be strapped on the other side of it. And it, uh, there's a lever and you pull the lever. And if you pull your lever, your side of the trap goes up and the other side of the trap goes down and all this, I think it was supposed to be blood, but I don't know how he got that much blood there. Me either. So I'm wondering if, yeah. if it was just some sort of sludge. 
Um, yeah, or like oil, maybe or something. Probably yeah. it. So it, it's basically what is it? Is that called wet boarding or water Water boarding. Yeah, with blood basically. It's all over. You can't breathe. It's like on your face. Yeah. So there's two people in it, and the goal of the trap is that it'll go. Your side goes down when up when you pull the lever so that the other person gets all the blood in their mouth they pull the lever and it goes back the other way so you just go back and forth until somebody dies correct was that meant for her and the the boyfriend i think so ultimately i think okay. they knew he was in on it yeah and, no uh, yeah they knew um, which is why somehow. they took the bullets out of the gun yeah and I think everything was supposed to play out exactly the way that it did up until they brought the little boy in. That's when right. it changed. So what happens is they put John on one side and they put the little boy on the other and John tells him not to pull the lever. Right. So he's going to let all the blood fall on him. Essentially, he's going to let himself, I think, die. And save the kid. Right. Right. Or he's just, Or he just has to hold out long enough for the rest of the plan to play unfold. out right and what do yeah. they do with amanda did they they handcuff her they put her in the handcuffs they had gabriella in. i think yes i believe so. she can't but get she's over able there to get out well yeah. we find out at the end she's able to get out they could have gotten yeah. out the whole time right yeah so john and the boy are in the trap and john tells him don't pull your lever so john pulls his lever and all the blood is going down on john meanwhile yeah. the doctor and her boyfriend go up into the room because they're trying to find all their money yeah. Um, and John, and so the little boy ends up pulling his lever so that he can save John. Right. So John goes up, the little boy ends up getting all the sludge, blood, whatever on him. They go back and forth a few times, um, up until the other two get up into that room, which when they get up there, I think they pull a cabinet door or something and it locks them in this room. And that's when the sludge machine shuts off and you realize, you know what? That trap at the end was supposed to be for Amanda and John. Oh, okay. Because they obviously know what they're going to do. Yes. So that they would go up yes. there. Okay. That okay. trap was for Amanda and Amanda and John were supposed to be in that trap. And they would go back and forth until those two got up in that room. Because when they get up in that room, the door, the doctor and her boyfriend get up in the room. That door locks behind them. And then the saw music, I think it's called, uh, I think it's called something Zep, like what, Hello Zep or something. It's like, it's the, the saw theme music, right? Theme. It was great. It was so loud Dude, it's in the so theater. It's so iconic. I love that, that score. It was so good. And then, because then, you know, you're going to get the story and you're going to realize the the big plan and the big trap yes. thing. And I hadn't realized that you hadn't heard the theme until it started playing. Right. And they picked the right spot to do it. in, And then, like I said, at least in my theater, it was just because we were so hyped up. It just sounded so loud and it was great. And then when you see the plan unfolding and, you know, the classic jigsaw explaining everything, it was so amazing <laughs> to it watch. Was so awesome. And then you find out that, basically they that this was the plan it was to get those two in that room yep. and there uh there's tanks of gas and the gas is going to fill the room up and there's one hole cut in the wall that they can stick their head out of to get air but there's only one hole so they're going to have to fight over yep who gets to stick their head out and of course she turns on him she ends up killing yep. him and she sticks her head out the wall out the wall and theoretically survives i guess 
Um, but while this is happening, John, Amanda, you see she can get out of her hand because she has the key. She gets out of the handcuff. She gets John and the boy out of the trap. So, again, they could have gotten out at any time. Uh, they yeah. needed those two to get up in that room. Yep. Because that I think the second time she asks him, what do you want to do? She's handcuffed and he's in the trap and he tells her, stick to the Continue. plan. Yes. Yeah. And that that's, when, that's when you see the door shut and they go up there. But um, so... John, Amanda, and the little boy are leaving the compound area, and you can see that lady's head sticking, um, out. sticking out of the wall with the gas, right? Yeah. Uh, and then you see that John and Amanda and the boy leave, and I th- I'm pretty sure that's the end of it. The credits roll, and then the after credit scene is you have the the gentleman that tricked Jigsaw at the at the bagel shop that you know says, "Hey, I've completely cured." Showed him his scar. He's tied up in a trap and mm-hmm. Jigsaw's there and Hoffman is there. And that's when Hoffman says the line from the trailer, which you probably don't, didn't hear because you didn't watch the trailer. Yeah. But in the yeah. trailer, you hear somebody say, you scam somebody and or if you're going to, what? how did he word it? Basically, <laughs> you pick John Kramer of all people to scam. Mm. Yeah, he, I think he, I think that's what he said. And it's like, uh, of all the people to scam, you pick John Kramer. John I think that's, Kramer. that's what he says. And then AKA that's Jigsaw. And that's yeah. how the movie ends. And they showed his trap or contraption is some. It looks like this contraption with a bunch of knives that are mm. going to cut right into his supposed, yeah. you know, where the scar. Well, you, you saw that yeah. he didn't have a scar, right? They, right. His shirt's off and you see he doesn't have the scar. So the scar was Perfect fake stomach the yep. whole time because the whole movie I'm like. That guy was in on it. And then like you get to the end, I'm like, but they make you think maybe he wasn't in on it because her dad is the one that created this whole thing. And yeah. I'm like, he told John that that girl's dad is the one that operated on him. It. Right. So I'm like, okay, maybe he wasn't in on it. And then you find out at the end, of course, that he was in on it and they got his ass. Which was great. And because what makes it worse with that guy or all of them is that he went to a support group and pretended to be a dying cancer patient. Mm -hmm. That's awful. I mean, I don't that's low. Okay, I mean, that is disgusting, honestly, and he deserved it. They all did. But so my biggest it's not an I mean, it is an issue to me is. I can't believe she lived. She needed to get the worst out of everybody. But it goes back to his games, right? If it's fair, it's fair. But I am so mad that she has what seems like a chance of getting out and staying alive. And here's the one thing that bothers me about that as well, is that when she wakes up in that compound, and they're all still alive... And she's chained up. She makes a comment to him. You're John Kramer, the infamous jigsaw killer. Like, how did she know Mm. that was him and that he was jigsaw? Unless maybe she woke up Mm. in the traps and then she's like, okay, I've heard of this guy because he is notorious. Like the jigsaw killer was like very popular um, in the first movie, which just takes place after that. So, like right. it's on the news and stuff, right? Cause he cuts the little jigsaw pieces out of the, the, so maybe that she put two and two together maybe. Um, yeah, that's a good point, but mm. she knows who he is. Like, so yeah. if she does survive, like the only thing I can think of is they're going to make another movie maybe where 
she plays into it, or who's to say that she can't even get out of that room? Or now she's, or the other part of the trap is because they left. He maybe, yeah, you can breathe, but maybe now she can't get back out. I'm wondering if she's locked in that room. Like she can't get out of the room anyway. Cause remember they try to break True. the glass out and they can't break the glass and they can't because they're trying to break the glass because of the gas, but they can't break the That's glass. True. So maybe ultimately it's still rigged for her to stay stuck in there with the gas. Maybe. Cause I mean the gas maybe. will go away, but like if she doesn't have food and water, she's still going to die of starvation. Yeah. Which would be kind of worse. Which is bad. <laughs> huh? Which would be what? Which would be worse. That is worse. So, okay. I'd like to think it's that to make myself feel better because that was the only big negative I had was that that was not satisfying, at Mm -hmm. least with when they got that guy, the healthy guy, the one who baited him basically. Yeah. That that made it a little bit more satisfying to take the edge off of being angry that she potentially survived. Yeah. But maybe that is the case and that makes it a little bit better because I really don't want her to survive but again if you go by his rules it's fair it's just not fair to me you wanted her she's the worst one and she's the one that survives but yeah yeah i don't know i don't know why they chose to go that route i was also hoping she didn't survive but um i thought they were going to kill each other trying to get their head out because they couldn't yeah but she ends up killing the man so um Mm. guess we'll see I said this on my uh, YouTube instant reaction video. This is one of my favorite Saw movies. Um, I still think I like the first one better, um, but this one's up there. This is probably top three for me for Saw movies. I mean, I can't say because obviously I haven't watched all of them, but I mean, for the year at least, for this year, this is definitely top three. I'll have to see, you know, really tally it up for later, but... I just really enjoyed this movie 100%. The theater experience was a lot of fun, too. So I don't know if it was the same for you. My movie theater was actually really packed Mm. for it was. I watched it on the second weekend that it was out. It was packed. It was 130 in the afternoon. Oh, wow. And it was a packed theater. And the, the, the audience was interactive with the traps. They were all reacting and. When the movie ended, I guess everybody knew there was an end credit. So now I look it up. I always look it up. (laughs) Does this have an end credit? Because I don't want to miss it. And clearly everyone knew. And that's the other hint. I realized nobody got up. So I said, okay, let's stay. I Googled it. There's an end credit. So when the movie first ended, there was a little bit of clapping. But when the second, when the post credit scene came up with the bait guy, everybody clapped when that ended. Yes. So that was also fun to have people clap and people enjoy it with you. So I think that also made it a great experience is when the audience is into it with you, it's so much more fun and a memorable experience. But the the movie grabbed me from the beginning until the end. It made me angry at the end. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but (laughs) I'll take it either way because hopefully there's a solution in another part. We'll see. Because I also thought about it. Maybe it's just a way to go to a next movie. We'll see. I don't know. I This movie did very well, and it's getting very, very good um, 
ratings. I don't know. I, I want to say credits. I don't know why I want to say credits. It's getting very good ratings. Ratings, um, yeah. So I think it's pro- we're probably going to get more of these. I would be okay with an, if they did another, I don't know, three or four, to be honest. Like, release them every Halloween yeah. again, dude. I'm in for it. I, I think, I don't know how they're going to do it because, again, he's dead, but... Yeah. I don't know, man. I I really liked this movie. I was I went in with high expectations and it delivered. And I went in, like I said, the middle of the ground eh expectation, and it just completely delivered. So you have two people here, right? You have you are a fan of the series. You went in with high expectations. You have me who I've seen bar- not many of them and went in middle, low ground and loved it. I really just love this movie. And now talking about it more, I can't wait to watch it again. And I recommend watching this in the theater. I agree. 100%. If anything, like go to the theater and see it specifically for the very end when the Psalm theme music hits. Oh, so good. So good, dude. <laughs> so good. So I am on yeah. my Letterboxd and uh, by Letterboxd ratings, I gave this a four and a half. I yeah, really I, I forgot to do that. What a yeah. loser. Uh, I forget to go on that app sometimes. Uh, I, I log I everything. Or I forget I've seen it, man. And I'm like, what am I doing? So I think, dude, I I wonder what I rated Saul. I bet you I gave Saul a five, but let's see. I would give this a four and a half as well. Well, oh. I would probably give it a 4.8. A 4.8. But I know it doesn't allow you. Yeah. It yeah, would probably be a perfect if it wasn't for the ending that just, I don't understand. I'm still upset about it, clearly, but it's fine. <laughs> I actually gave Saul a four and a half as well. Nice. Okay. I gave so Saul two a four, neck neck. so. So it's up there. It's in your top top dog of Saw. Yeah, they go they go drastically downhill from there. Um, I wonder what I gave Spiral. This is the last one I'll look up, and we'll we'll wrap it up here. Let me see what I gave Spiral. So you would give this a four point five by Letterbox ratings. Yeah, I'll give it a four and a half. But you'd go higher. I would. I would give it a four point eight. Wow. Yeah, I really really like this. Out of everything I've watched. In the theater this year, this has been the funnest and just very satisfying. The other way, I I truly loved Haunted Mansion, but like I explained in other episodes, there's a lot of nostalgia. I know people, it didn't get great reviews, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. But like out of the legit horror movies, this has been, I don't know, I think this might win. This is, is going to be your nominee thus, thus far, huh? It just might, because I have not stopped thinking about it since I left the theater. The other ones, I'm like, yeah, all right. I thought about it for like a few hours after. And I'm, then just moved I on. am so biased, though, because of Scream 6. Um, I know. <laughs> like, I can't help myself. Like, I, it's like, I'm trying to find my yeah. movie releases for 2023. Okay, let me see if I can uh, figure out how to do this real quick. I've only had about seven whiskeys, so it'll be fine. Sort by (laughs) your rating highest first. Okay. Why is it not on here? Uh Uh-oh. 
Letterbox has failed you. I am such a loser, Erica. Never. Thank you. I appreciate your support. It means Letterbox the is the me. loser. It means. It's making you struggle. 2023 movie watch. Well, it does this. You know, I don't even pay the extra money to have. Oh, it's on here. I'm an idiot. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's actually ranked seventh for me this year. Okay. But let me see. I think Scream is number one. It's here's why. There's other movies that I've rated four and a half, but it goes by the date. So this was the last one I watched that was a four and a half. Okay. So for instance, I gave I bet you I gave Scream Six a perfect five. Of course I did, because I'm a I think you did. I'm a fanboy. So Megan, <laughs> sick, cobweb, the pale blue eye, evil dead rise. Sauce 10. And I, I gave all four and a halves. One, two, three, four. Sick, you gave four and a half? Sick, I gave four and a half. Yeah. So Megan, Sick, They're- Cobweb, The Pale Blue Eye, Evil Dead Rise, and Saw 10, all four and a half. Well, to be fair, Sick was really good. I always forget about that. I'm, I'm going to have to remember that one since it wasn't a theater release. Mm. I don't know why I keep forgetting about it, even though, I mean, we talked at length about this one in an episode. I love that one, too, this year, and I forgot about it. I forgot Again. about it. Boop. Is there anything else you would like to say about Saw 10 before we wrap it up? I'm trying to do vigorously i think that's the right word vigorously grab my your sheet well my paper? H, my horror movie crew podcast sheet that has all the patrons listed on it um i do not just go out and watch it even if you're not a saw fan or have only seen a few like me i think you'll it's a good time and it's a great story well my friend i will have you know i own every saw movie on dang physical copy and all the digital codes. So if you wow. go on my voodoo, you can actually watch all the Saw movies. Oh, good to know. I may have there to do go. that now. Well, you have access to now I'm curious. Wonderful. That may be the project of October. Have you seen watch. Megan? Did you watch Megan? I did watch Megan. Okay, I have Megan on there as well. Uh, the unrated version and the theatrical version. So the unrated Very version nice. has like five or ten extra minutes of uh, gore, which is nice. But anyway. Oh, okay. um, Overall, I think we both agree we loved this movie. It was a great addition mm-hmm. to the Saw franchise. And uh, me personally, I hope they, they keep making more of these. What about you? Um, after this, if they continue in this direction, I'm in. I Like I said, I've grown a lot. I don't mind gore as much. But when the center of the movie is just this torture porn and no story, I'm not interested. I do want, like, this was perfect. It was a good balance. I liked the vulnerability of uh, John Kramer, Mm -hmm. Jigsaw. And if it continues like this, please give me more. Because now I want to know, did she live? What is he going to do? What now? I think if they move forward making more of these movies, you have to continue to center the entire storyline around John Kramer and having him in the movies. Yeah, because now you've given him to us. Right, right. And now I kind of want it more. And I hope James Wan is still very proud of this property because I I mean, I think he's still an executive producer, but I always wonder that, right? Because he doesn't technically make them anymore. I hope he is 
proud of what's like with this movie. I'm sure he is. And I'm sure his I bank account that. is also very happy with it. Oh, so. I'm sure. But, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he is. So yeah, I think if they yeah. move forward with more of these, they have to continue to have Jigsaw in them because if they yeah. don't, uh, I think that's why everybody really gravitated toward this was because this is the first one where you get a ton of Jigsaw in it. So Yeah, 100%. So, All right, I'm kids. Do you have something else? All right. In that case, go join Patreon. You're going to get hours of bonus content. You're going to get behind the scenes. You're going to get every episode early. You're going to get first dibs at all the latest and greatest merch. Speaking of which, I need to come up with a new design. So I got to send out t-shirts here soon. Uh, So I got to put that on my list of things to do. But thank you to all of the patrons, including... Aaron P, Colette S, Zach F, Brian Hathaway from the Don't Go Out There podcast, Kimberly D, Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick. I think she's going to fill in for an episode when you are out of uh, on vacation. Nice. Uh, which is going to be fun. We've got Caitlin, Ashley V, Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street and a podcast on Fury Road, and my lovely mother, Nana Stevie Nixa. Woo! Thank you, thank you, thank you. In that case, we're out of here. Bye. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah.